What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. Uh, what's going on, Casino? How you doing? Any anything with you? Um, no, no, not really. Um, <laughs> uh, anything new with you? No, just saying. No, nothing's going on. Not, not, nothing's <laughs> no. changed. No, no midlife crisis weight? or anything. Did you did did you lose weight? Yeah, I lost a couple pounds, nice. but that's what it's uh, be. No, my my wife tonight is going for a bachelorette party. She asked me to pick up this wig. I did, and then I was like, it would be funny if I wore this wig on the podcast. I was originally going to wear it for the entire show, but it is so itchy, and I don't know how people stand their hair touching their face. So just soak in this image if you're watching us on YouTube. Well, because the, I mean, typically that's real hair. That's not real hair. It is. That is true. They, uh, she wanted me to pick up for her and her like bachelorettes or whatever. Uh, those boas, you know, like Hulk Hogan wears the ones you wear around your neck, dude, how people can wear those for more than five seconds is insane to me. Like the, the how itchy those things are. And it's like constantly losing feathers. Ugh. boas and wigs anti I'm anti boas and wigs casino. Okay, uh, and now you talk so I could take this off. I've got really no words for what 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 happened there. Yeah, I turned on the podcast and all of a sudden I just see you with purple hair. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, but look at how good my hair looks after taking that wig off. Wow, got that that volume. Maybe this you is always have, you always you always have good hair. How long does it take you to do your hair in the morning? Real uh, thirty seconds. Nice. You want to know how long it takes me? You don't do it at all. As long as I can find my hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is crazy because I actually have really, really good hair. Um, it, I get it from my dad. My dad's still, my dad's in his mid sixties and he still has perfectly good hair, like thick, good hair. And yeah, I just I cover it up and everybody's like, you're going to kill your hair. You're going to kill your hair. You know, you, you have a dream that a lot of people want and <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've always thought you had great hair. I've always thought I've both always, of us have great hair. We have Every, good hair. We have the best. We have the best hair of our of our friends. That's for sure. That's not true. Brad. Brad's got the best hair. Okay. It's I do so... like to tussle it. I tussle it like uh, Tom Hanks would to a child. <laughs> yeah and you know why you tussle it because it's so good it's got volume yeah. it's so big it's never greasy with it. it's never it's greasy. never greasy it always never. looks luxurious i mean that's how often that's how often we are rubbing our hands through brad's hair <laughs> we know it's not greasy ever yeah but it is uh it is a hair that yeah like you said you want to run your fingers through and not even in like uh i'm attracted to you way more in like uh i want to see what that feels like way you know what mm. I'm saying? Like, we got to have him on the podcast just so we can run our fingers through his hair, and then that's it. He he comes on each into frame. We do it once, and then he exits frame. <laughs> that's <laughs> He'll start at one of our houses and then drive by the end of the episode. He'll be at the other house just to do that. <laughs> yeah. I actually think uh, he'd, he'd be able to do that. And we could probably get him to do it. And he would do it because he's silly. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We, we've, speaking of silly, we got a good silly podcast for you. Uh, we're not diving too deep into a lot of things. 
Um, we're not going to even mention baseball because it's not October yet. So it, it's, yeah. it's tough. Also, um, what even is like it? Uh, I It is. So the MLB, since our last episode, the MLB All-Star game happened. You know why I didn't know the MLB All-Star game was happening? Because there's never any fucking baseball on TV. And I don't watch network television except to watch sports. So, so, I've, so actually, you know, we will talk a little bit of baseball. We'll start our show with that. Um, just because we kind of run into it. I used to, the only All-Star, I love hockey. It's one of my favorite sports. I love soccer. But one of my only All-Star games I, I actually cared for was the baseball but back in like I think it was 15 16 they changed it to where the all-star game means nothing for home field advantage you don't get yeah. um yeah and then when it when it meant something it was fun and it, that this would have been the perfect time to do it because both sides are actually pretty pretty well even and that that game was a low scoring all-star game people don't want to see that they want to see a slug fest but you're starting these starting pitchers it's it should be with how many games you play it should be um, whoever wins the all-star game and not, uh, not who has the best record and all that. That's, I just found that way more entertaining. Um, I do like what they did with the, the only thing that everybody watches is the home run derby, um, during the all-star weekend. And I do like what they did with the home, home run derby where they don't do like the outs anymore, the 10 outs. It's actually like a timed thing because you just watch them swing as hard as they can for three minutes straight and they can't move by the end of the, by the end of the segment is fantastic but <laughs> yeah um but yeah no that was cool the only, the only cool thing about our salt our all-star weekend was um uh the guy won uh why am i blanking on his name uh oh my gosh why am i blanking on his name uh he won the home run derby um his father won it back in the day he almost won it last year um but he tired himself out in the second round um Guillermo oh my gosh why am I blinking I'll pull it up later I'm having a brain fart but anyway no that was cool but yeah all-star weekend really means nothing in sports anymore it sucks uh so the winner was Vladimir Guerrero Vladimir Guerrero Jr. thank you for the Blue Jays and yeah I do think of all the uh like all star um like pro bowl all of those things i think the thing i enjoy watching the most is in order probably slam dunk competition home run derby and then quarterback skills competition i think like you said i think all sports have basically watered down their all-star games to mean absolutely nothing and then it's just kind of one of those things where it's just like I mean, the the NFL got rid of the Pro Bowl for this reason, right? Because they were like, everybody just stands around. Uh, the game ends 52 to 48. And uh, apparently they realized that it's a lot more fun to watch football games when it's competitive. And it's not just guys standing straight up on the line and then just letting their quarterback throw bombs for four quarters. But yeah, I don't think... I do want to talk about casino and this is a nice transition. I didn't even think about when we started talking about this, but have you seen the parameters and what is happening with the MLB or the NBA 
in-season tournament that is going to happen right here in our uh, in our city, Las Vegas. I have not. How about you uh, educate me, good sir? So the tournament will be uh, at the, I believe it's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena. So yes, it's at the T-Mobile Arena. It's the 7th through the 9th, okay? December 7th through the 9th. In, in NBA in the NBA season, they had the uh, West and East broken into four divisions. Each division, I believe, has four or five teams. I think it's – I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but this was just a nice segue. So it will uh, uh, go from – wait a second. No, I'm sorry. It goes group play. So – the tournament is from November 3rd till November 28th. Okay. So it's a tournament Which is within a, a tournament. It's a tournament. A tournament within in, a season. Yes. It's an in-season tournament. Yes. This is what I wanted your opinion on. It is an in-season tournament. All 30 teams will play. So instead of just being like Golden State versus the Mavericks on a random Tuesday at the beginning of the season were much like baseball, the beginning of the NBA season, much like NHL, NHL, NBA, uh, MLB, their seasons are too long. They have too many games. So of course the beginning of the season, you're excited the sports back, but you're also like, I don't have to give a shit about this for a couple months. Right. Cause everybody's feeling sure. each other out and there's too many games, blah, blah, blah. So the NBA's way to combat this is they made their beginning of the season have an in-season tournament where all 30 teams are in it, and then the winners play. So it goes through the month of November, right? It's, uh, I believe it's round robin, best of. It's not single elimination or anything like that. So it's, uh, they all play each other. The semifinals and the finals for the East and the West play in Vegas, and then the winner of the in-season tournament their team gets like half a million dollars and a trophy and they get crowned whatever the fuck they're gonna call the tournament i'm sure like the nba is actually one of the things they're best at is naming their awards and stuff after like you know famous players who have helped the game or been important to whatever that award is dedicated to right. so I'm i sure like i like that they do they do that same thing like hockey does it's named after people i i like that they do that that's that's something i have always enjoyed me too that's the one thing that like how the fuck is the super bowl mvp trophy not just named like the tom brady super bowl mvp trophy like you know what i'm saying like it seems weird to for the nfl to just not attach names to any of their awards but anyways so there will be uh the semifinals finals in vegas seven through the uh ninth and then uh yeah it's just you get money and it just adds like somebody made a good point on one of the random fucking sports shows i listened to where it was like there is a real possibility with how the tournament layouts are broken down and again i didn't have this pulled up because i wasn't planning on talking about it it was just a good segue but they broke up the seeds basically where it was like however the teams ended last season best team to worst team they just did it like you would do any tournament the number one seed against the number 16 seed and blah 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 goes through like that so there is potential where you could have a 
almost like a mini NBA finals in the beginning of the season, because if it comes down to where it's the finals at the end and it's Lakers Sixers or it's Nuggets Heat or it's any of these West and East Coast teams that have some sort of history to each other, even if it gets to the Western or the Western uh, tournament finals and now it's Nuggets Lakers, like there's going to be interest now. Right. Because it's now all of a sudden it's not just a random Thursday where it's Nuggets Lakers and they're playing one game. Now it's Nuggets Lakers in a tournament and it actually means something. I think it's I think it's maybe one of the best sports ideas like I've heard in a long time. Thoughts, I mean, Casino. I like it. I dislike it. Um I I do like it that uh you, I do like it that you're going to get games to be more exciting during a lull. Um, that that is important because you know when it comes down to it, what does the league want? They want views, they want money, um, and there has been a decline in viewing. Because I don't know if it's just because people don't want to watch the NBA or like whatever sport. It's not just the NBA; it's it's actually a lot of different sports. I think it's been a decline because there's so many things out there to watch now that people have trouble watching all of it, you know, and, and also streaming this and that. And like, we've talked about like Thursday night football and not everybody has prime. So nobody watches it. And so numbers are down. Well, it's also going to be interesting this upcoming NFL season where it switches over to YouTube TV. Like mm -hmm. how the fuck are bars, every bar I've ever been to the owners, a thousand years old, how the fuck are they going to get, how are the fuck are they going to uh, get YouTube TV for bars and get it hooked up to all the TVs? That seems um, me and you both have older parents like they're they to get streaming on one TV is a challenge. Now, imagine trying to do that to your entire bar for well, a specific and, you team. Know, like no fucking way. And, 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 un, and a little touch on that. Unlike a lot of other streaming services, YouTube TV, it has to be done on the same Wi-Fi. Yep. So you have to have a YouTube. So, I mean, like my, when I go to my parents' house, won't be able to watch football. Just won't. Yeah. It's just going to suck. Exactly. Yep. You'll Damn. be, because know. we live in Vegas, it'll literally just be Raiders games as your 1 PM game. So on the West coast, we, the 4 PM, we obviously get at 1 or 1 PM. And then the 10 AM game is going to be whatever is the game of the week, quote unquote. So you're probably going to see, mostly kansas city or what who's another afc all, team no it's just all, all kansas it's gonna be all kansas city yeah it's gonna Only be like kansas, kansas city. city buffalo the Bengals, and then in the nfc it's gonna be every fucking cowboys game or who's usually the tent like the packers vikings i don't know i i always I wonder know. how they anyway. choose games but go ahead anyway no i so going back all the way you know before you know you do the the bj thing where i was mid talking and you just swoop in with your ideas yeah uh, anyway um yeah uh i no, i got i got nothing now i got nothing now it was good <laughs> i'm i'm excited for the nba thing that 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 sounds good that sounds fun cool you know gives something for people to look forward to there you go wow what to do oh and you know what this this is what that's what i was gonna say about it this might help this might stop all of the resting that these players are doing, they might actually give a shit. Yeah. 
and stick well, around because people are going to want to watch them play. Well, because remember when I said the winning team gets 500000 so half a million dollars? That the winning team per player gets half a million dollars. So this is not a half a million team prize that is split out amongst, you know, the staff and team or whatever. This is per player. So especially when you get to, especially when you get to uh, like certain teams where they don't have, you know, like stars, quote unquote, who are making max money. Like you don't think guys on the Indiana Pacers are going to be like, yeah, I want fucking half a million dollars way more than fucking LeBron in November wants half a million dollars. Get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, totally. uh, but the groups real quick, uh, the, so it's three groups in the West and East a, B and C group. A is Memphis, Phoenix, uh, Lakers, Utah, Portland group B is Denver Clippers, uh, Pelicans, Dallas, and Houston. Group C is Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and San Antonio. But then group, or the, so the ones in the West kind of balance. The groups in the East really feel like they took the three best teams from last year, obviously not representative in the finals, but like through the regular season. So group A has Philadelphia, group B has the Bucks, and group C has the Celtics. Right. So they literally gave each of them their own division. The interesting one is in group A, they had Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, Detroit. Yuck. In group B, however, <laughs> they have the Bucks, the Knicks, the Heat, and then the Wizards in Charlotte. But to have the Bucks, uh, the New York Knicks, and then the Heat, if you get a Heat Bucks rematch from the nba playoffs in this tournament then it becomes interesting especially if by all accounts they get damian lillard and then group c you get probably the worst of all three of these groups the boss you have boston the nets the raptors the bulls the magic again yuck on the west much more interesting matchups but on the east that group b a little spicy casino a little spicy, spicy, but but again, I just think that brings interest way earlier into the NBA season because we're obviously going to be talking about that tournament in uh, on this podcast when maybe we wouldn't be right if it was uh, if it ends up being Boston against Indiana in the East Finals of this tournament. That's you know that's that's a lot more interesting than if it, it was just Boston Pacers. Again, on a Tuesday night, who gives a shit? So, Fair enough. Yeah. Back to our regular scheduled broadcast. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice uh, that was a nice deviation. Deviation. See, see, see folks, this is what itches. happens when him and I talk about sports. This is why we wanted to start a sports podcast. Is we'll just start talking, and then we'll talk hours about random shit and forget what we initially started talking about. Yeah. Uh that all oh, started you... because we that all started because we were talking about how all star games, I think. Something maybe <laughs> something before that. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, this is also we've said it for the past two months. This is the dead zone for sports. So it's literally dude, I don't know if you have watched any of the sports shows on TV. I well, don't it's all, it's all the it's it's all 
it's dead zone for all the major sports. Like right now, I'll be honest, I've been watching Wimbledon. I Wimbledon's great. I like tennis. That's the top tier tennis event. And and I've been enjoying that. So I do get to watch a little bit of my my off brand sports, like the non major, major sports. Um but I've been in, I've been enjoying it. Um like I've been having the, the US um or the CONCACAF Gold Cup, CONCACAF Nations League. So for me, I have other things to watch because I watch literally every sport that I can try to get my hands on. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the main stuff, the things that people like to talk about, uh, yeah, this is the dead season. But for me, I'm still doing okay. For me, I'm doing okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was really funny where I believe it was yesterday or two days ago, on ESPN 1 and then ESPN 2, the two sports they had were professional uh, kickball, which even ESPN, you could tell, did not want professional kickball on because the way they were shooting it was literally like, if my screen is the kickball field, the camera was up and over here, and it was like, down this weird weird angle and you could tell espn was even like you get one camera and then we will zoom in with another camera on your players and that's it so most of it you were just like i have no fucking idea what's going on because you could tell they were just like we'll put this on tv and then the other one was that was on one channel and then the other espn channel was professional knife throwing so it was like when and because MLB again worst contract in showing sports on TV maybe in the history of showing sports on TV. I the can't NFL's find... working on it though. The NFL's working oh, on yeah. it though. Yep, they're trying to be. I can't. I cannot find a fucking baseball game on TV to save my fucking life. And then when I do, it's blacked out every single fucking time. Every time. It's like, uh, who even has the MLB right to air games? It's like Apple TV and Hulu or something. I don't fucking know. But again, there's like, there's literally nothing. It's right. And for, would you say that baseball is more or less popular right now in terms of viewership than the NHL? Like if no, like a marquee game. No, okay, so like in, I would say in a younger generation, and not just because Vegas got their team. I I do would say I would say that the NHL has gotten more more prevalent to our age and younger. But baseball is still, in my opinion, would still have to be definitely over the MLB, or or, or baseball would have to definitely be over the NHL. Um, there's just too many people that are old and love love baseball that is still their pastime and they may have trouble watching it but they're still into it yeah yeah but still i really think with how because i'm sure what is it it's clear because i I think when i walk that's fair i feel like when i'm walking around like here in vegas we get we get a pretty big you know different different groups coming in different people from out of town and I think I see more hockey jerseys or more hockey memorabilia worn than I do baseball memorabilia outside of, you know, you have the Dodgers, the the Yankees, you know, teams that have just brands that people just want to wear um, outside of that. But, like, I see random 
support. So I guess being seen the support for the NHL is to my eyes higher than the support for the MLB, but you know, not everybody's out there wearing gear for the MLB, but yeah, just, just some observations. What's your thought on that? Or do you want to move on? No, I think it's, well, I also think MLB, like I have a friend who I work with who always wears a different MLB team hat, but doesn't follow baseball at all. It's just like a fashion sense, right? So I think, which I don't have clearly because you saw me wearing a purple wig earlier, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think more in just the the lexicon of like uh, pop culture, I think MLB resonates more because just it's like America's pastime, right? That's like the whole tagline mm-hmm. for Major That's League Baseball. Yeah. yeah. And then the I think the World Series, I think that always gets numbers regardless. I think that might outdo oh, even yeah, the, the World NBA Series. Is, the World Series is the World Series. Yeah. So, but I do think when you go to like someplace like you know, New York, or you go to someplace like LA, I still think Yankees and Dodgers or like Boston, Red Sox, right? The Chicago Cubs. I think there's certain pockets of this country where the love for the MLB team definitely surpasses the love for the NBA team or the NHL team and might even rival the love for like an NFL team, right? Especially like places in New York or in oh, Chicago. New York, New York, Yan- New York Yankees and, and, and Chicago. It's yeah, it's the Cubs. It's the Yankees. There's no, there's no other teams. I mean, I know you have the bulls from back in the day for like Chicago and you know, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, no, but I also Bears, think that there is a diehard fans for that, but no, though I, I go continue. Sorry. No, no, I was My just speaking saying is I, off today. Well, you're also, your thing is buffering, but it's fine. Wonderful. Uh, but I also think that has to do with the Yankees and the Cubs, the Cubs to a lesser extent, but they're much better in uh, baseball than the Bears or Jets ever are, right? I'm sure if all of a sudden the Jets or the Bears turned into the fucking Patriots, I'm sure both those sports towns well, would the Jets, fucking explode. The Jets just might. The Jets just might. Well, speaking of casino, nice transition there. Uh, The Jets uh, were basically just forced to be on uh, HBO or whatever the fuck we're calling HBO now. I'm still calling it HBO. But they were forced to be on Hard Knocks now. And basically the teams, no teams wanted to be on Hard Knocks. And no team that's been on Hard Knocks has done well. Thoughts on Hard Knocks in 2023? I don't like it. I mean, here's the thing. It's going to be great television. Will I watch it this year? Because I want to see how big of a douchebag Aaron Rodgers is. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's got a brand. Like, I I mean, you, how much we knock on him, how much we hate him, especially me. I'm going to watch that because he is good at making – He's making you want to hear about him and talk about him, no matter how much you hate him. Like he has a gift where, you know, we don't want to have anything to do with him, but he's going to get you to talk about him. Yeah, he really is. I can't think of 
a celeb or a sports celebrity who has done less in their sport in terms of winning championships and always being there where people just anoint him to the position is like, cause I mean, for years, how many times did you hear on ESPN or Fox sports or any sports radio where it's just like Aaron Rodgers? is the best thrower of the football we've ever seen. He's the best quarterback we've ever seen. Like, how many times did you hear that argument? And it was just like, but why? Like, it's yeah, such a I, weird I don't get thing. It. Like, again, though, he won one Super Bowl, 2010, where uh, that uh, that is one of those Super Bowls. That's a I long time ago. That's a long time ago. Dude, 13 years ago. Like 13 well, I mean, years ago. You know why it might be so, un, you know, so forgettable is because the season after was so unforgettable with the um, hurricane and then uh, the Saints going down and then winning it after the, you know, after the natural disaster that wiped out the whole entire city. So I think yeah. everybody, when they were looking back on that timeline, they're like, they stopped there and they're like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, the year before, I don't know, was there was there something that happened? Was there a travesty? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was a travesty. Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, and then the Super Bowl before that was the Steelers-Cardinals one, which just had, I mean, three of the best Super Bowl plays in NFL history. The Larry Fitzgerald 80-yard catch where he's just running up the middle, the James Harrison interception return at the end of halftime, and then the uh, Santonio Holmes catch in the corner where where time expired like i haven't watched that super bowl in 10 years i pretty much remember you know every memorable play from it i don't remember one fucking play from uh steelers packers i don't remember i can't name one i don't know yeah Uh, and it's just like you said that's a great point sandwiched in between that great super bowl maybe a top five best super bowl of all time then the Saints winning their first and what that meant for New Orleans and Drew Brees and all that kind of stuff. It's really funny. We're, we're 30 minutes into the show, and we haven't talked about one of our topics that we <laughs> set up the show. This is, this is why we're great. This is why we're great. But uh, speaking of topics for the show, I was going to see if you wanted to do this for next week's episode. Have you seen, because Hard Knocks – uh, people are the the rumor mill is that HBO forced the Jets to be on Hard Knocks to steal publicity away from the Netflix NFL first uh, collaboration Mahomes, where it's called Quarterback. Kirk, yeah, it's like Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. Mar- yes. So last year in the 2022 season, for the first time ever, which I did not know. I thought quarterbacks were always miked. Apparently they're not. So this was the first time the NFL allowed a film crew to mic quarterbacks for the entire season. And then it basically followed them throughout the NFL season. The three quarterbacks you just mentioned. I have not watched this show yet, but I've seen clips of it. And it's like, dude, first off, Kirk Cousins. I've always loved Kirk Cousins. And when I I do too. When he was on the Redskins, when it was still called the Redskins, he would always fucking murder my Eagles. And that was just like the team he would always just fucking kill. He's the best 
he's the best mediocre quarterback in the league and will probably go down as the best mediocre quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I love he's it. Always... You know what? But that's why I always like, I would probably say, and you can vouch for me on this, uh, maybe out of 10 of my last like 13 fantasy leagues that I've been in, Kirk Cousins is always my quarterback because yep. he's just reliable enough to get, okay, I know I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get X amount of points. I know I'm going to get X amount of points. He's never going to disappoint me. No, until he always he does is going to get you in the playoff 20 and then I lose. to 20. Yeah, exactly. He's always going to get you 20 <laughs> to 25 points uh, a week. And then there's that one week where you're like, I really need Kirk Cousins. And then he gets you six. And you're like, yeah. this is why I drafted him. I think, in the I, fucking I think I've had a couple of those ones against you where I'm like, I've got you. I've got you. Because it's always <laughs> me and BJ as like the one and two in our leagues typically. And yes. Yeah. That was sad. Anyway. <sighs> Three. All right. Do you want? Do you want to move on? Okay. Continue. Continue. I was gonna say move no, on no. to actually one of our topics. Just on fantasy football, I am in one league where we play for money, and three years in a row now, I have dominated the regular season and lost in the final game of the season. This year, oh, the first well, two times. Heard, I mean, you were. Go for it. No, Sorry. go ahead. Well, you heard. You remember what happened in uh, Casino's fantasy corner this last year? Me and. Dude, combined three losses the entire season. Um, and, uh, yeah, what happened is the guy, the last place person, six and eight, who made the playoffs, beat me in the semis and beat him in the finals. And then my friends reached out to me, and he was like, hey, do you want to play in this league again, $50? And I was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he was like, great answer, direct. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter because your brother's going to beat me at the very end of the game or very end of the season again, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Undeserved. This year, in honor of this podcast, we should do an only sports podcast fantasy football draft casino. You and just you and me, and we're just gonna have it stacked. We just play that each would other actually every be week. really funny, dude. We <laughs> should. You know what? I'm gonna think about this. We should do the. Uh, I think that would actually be kind of interesting. We should do the draft kings type of thing where you get a certain budget. And you just have to build your team, and we'll just go one-on-one and see who wins the most weeks out of the season. That actually is not a bad idea. I'm writing that down. Well, I mean, that's the, kind of, that's the kind of draft that I prefer in a fantasy draft is the – that's the kind of draft that I prefer is actually the um, – uh, yeah, where you have money and then you have like $200 per se, and then you have to pay for your court, pay for your players. I like that. Yo, the uh, auction leagues. Let's do it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, you know what? Still do doing that. I'm already. It's already Let's written do down. It. All right, casino. All right. Uh, do you want to get to? Do you want? Let's get to our regular schedule broadcast. Our regular schedule. Broadcast. Where do you want to start? Uh, I think we should save. We talked about this on last episode. We're gonna do our top five sports movies. I think it's a good thing to end on. I think we should end on that. So okay, we're, the. We're, all right. Yeah. The topic I brought to uh, here, we were going to talk about the ESPYs, but my rant was just going to be, who gives a fuck about the ESPYs? Uh, let's touch exactly. on it a well, little and bit. That, and, and, that's, and that's really, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that into the LeBron thing. But it's really funny because when uh, they sent me a list of, you know, topic of the day, you know, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, but I didn't watch a lick of the ESPYs. And he goes, yeah, that's the fucking point. 
I'm like, oh, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. I did <laughs> not yeah, either. Who, who cares about the ESPYs? The only ESPYs moment that I actually remember that that I actually enjoyed, really absolutely enjoyed, was it happened to be right after the Giants beat the Patriots the first time, and it was um, Justin Timberlake hosting, and it was like a little skit of him like chewing bubble gum, and he put it on, and then how runs out and makes like I remember that to this day. I I it made me cringe and I hated it, but it was really really fucking funny that it was Justin Timberlake's <laughs> bubble gum on the sideline that helped him catch that. Uh, but yeah, no, the SBs are awful. And with leading into that, you get horrible speeches most of the time. I mean, obviously there's some of those, some of the speeches that are just like, you know, hit you to the core and make you want to cry. And they're just great, great speeches by like great people who have passed away or people who, you know, big moments. I won't start naming them. There's just plenty of, but then you also get ones like last last night, LeBron's speech. <laughs> LeBron's well, speech also, was one of the most cringy, one one of the most cringeworthy so speeches on SBs ever. I want to hear your take on it, and then I will give you my take on why I find it so cringe. Well, let's first let me read you the quote where everybody just goes, Ugh. you get the fucking douche chills, and you just go, Oh my god, what is so he said, because also the thing about the ESPYs is to have a sports-centric uh, award show where you hand out awards for best NFL player. Like, hey, this isn't movies or art where it's subjective. We already have an award in each uh, league. It's called the MVP and that's debatable, but it's also one of those things where it's not subjective. You just put team success and numbers, and you just see who was the most valuable player in the league. And then we already hand those out, which is why I've always hated the fucking ESPYs, because it's like, here's the award for best NBA team. And it's just like, huh, I wonder who's going to win this award. Maybe the team that just won the fucking NBA finals. So the and perfect point being the award that was given to LeBron for him to be able to do this speech. The award was best record breaking performance. And it's just like, gee, I wonder who the fuck's going to win that award. The athlete who just broke the all time leading. I would just lost casino. The athlete who just broke the all time leading sports uh or the all-time scoring record in the sporty plays like you think that guy is gonna win the fucking most record-breaking whatever bullshit bullshit so lebron's speech was and i quote i don't care how many uh more points i score or what i can or cannot do on the floor the real question for me is can i play without cheating the game the day I can't give everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. Lucky for you guys. Like, oh my, oh my God. We, it's 17 years, 20 years, 22 years, however long fucking LeBron James has played. Again, you can't knock him for longevity. That's the most impressive feat of his playing career. Much like how Tom Brady and his uh NFL career it was like 
this guy has played longer than anybody. Oh, he's the oldest player to ever XXX, right? Name whatever you want. But the 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 douche chills in this moment was lucky for you. As if, first off, elephant in the room, as if anyone thought he was fucking retiring, right? He did that thing after the Nuggets game where it was the, oh, well, you know, I think I might hang it up. And it's like, everybody knew you weren't going to retire. That was never in question. We never thought it for a fucking second. Whoever did think it was being delusional and just trying to talk on a, as a sports topic, like, oh man, if this really is the last deliberate, like it's not. So we uh, are just living in that world where we had to all pretend that there was 1% chance he was actually retiring he wasn't nobody thought he was retiring but then just the gall to be like lucky for you guys i'm not retiring like i'm st- i'm still playing like did we need this announcement was this something where people were like i really need lebron james to confirm he's playing next year there was 0% chance he wasn't stepping on the court for the lakers game 1 next year unless he suffers an off-season injury his son is a year, maybe two years, or probably one year from just playing in the NBA. He's been saying that's his goal the whole time. LeBron James could easily play the next three years at the level he was last year, which was he played 55 games. There were He's been getting a little bit of the injury bug, but he still averaged almost 29 points a game, eight rebounds, seven assists. Like, stop it. Stop it. And then he's wearing the Doc Ock goggles in the audience. And it's just cringe on top of cringe. And this is also why, again, I don't hate LeBron, but I completely understand people who are just uh, like LeBron James is cringy to me. And he is an annoying athlete to try to defend, which I completely understand. Like he is unarguably one of the top two best players to ever play in the NBA. It really then comes down to your flavor of NBA player. If you like Michael Jordan and you want to do the thing, you know, you can do the bullet points. He's never been swept. He's six and zero in the finals, blah, 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 blah. You can, and then you can do the LeBron James thing. He's been to the finals more. He's four. uh, He's got four titles. He took worse teams you know, the longevity, the scoring record, blah, blah, blah. So this is this is not a Michael Jordan versus LeBron James debate, even though every time you mention LeBron James, it kind of has to be. But it's one of those things where Michael Jordan isn't constantly telling you over and over again about what a great player he is and how honored you should feel to watch him play. So that is the thing where it's LeBron, where it's like he constantly has to tell you he's the GOAT and he constantly has to tell you how great and honored you should feel watching him play basketball. And it's just like, can you just play basketball and then won't make that decision? Like, is it cool that he's coming back for uh, another season? Yeah, but guess what? We didn't think he wasn't. So me, like that would us, like me and Casino starting every podcast being like, well, we're here again with another podcast as if there was a question that we were 
mulling over retiring from like it's just dumb it's dumb you can't make announcements for things people already knew and there was no question of uh uh casino welcome back to the podcast i just did welcome a rant back. that entire time about lebron james uh but yeah so thoughts on and i quote uh oh i just had it up and i quote the real question for me, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. Yeah, and then, that was so cringy. And you know what? And, and how he started it, how he started it as well, um, was was really just off-putting. Um, oh, gosh. How, now oh, I just read the end. It. What was the beginning that made you cringe? Well, it, was just, it started off um, full LeBron speech. But while I'm looking that up, um, here, I've got it pulled up here on my phone. How does he say it? Oh, here we go. God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh and, we're going to basically audio into it. No, no, no. I just pulled it. But he goes, um, and one thing that you will always do. So he's already telling me what I'm going to do is you're always going to respect me on what I've brought to the game and how I've played the game. And I'm like, well, like, okay, Mr. LaFlop, you know, I don't respect (laughs) how you play the game. I mean, what you brought to the game. Cool. Yeah. I mean, but you know who also did that? Kobe and all those guys, you know, a lot of people bring a lot to the game, but you're, you're telling me that I have to respect how you play the game and what you brought to the game? No. doesn't. No, you don't get to tell me that. And so right there, I was just like, okay, this is going to be a ride. This is going to be a fun ride. <laughs> and then how we ended it was just awful. And I'm like, okay. And I also heard from a lot of the uh, media that I was listening to you know, driving around today doing errands was that apparently there was really – that loud uproar and ovation really wasn't there. Like they implanted that, like they do like for the, the masters, um, like um, bird tweets, by the way, if you didn't know that, like all those like special, like little tweeting birds and whatnot in the masters uh, golf tournament aren't a hundred percent real. Like they're actually what? implanted. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. And so they said that, that, that on us? they, they said that uh, apparently that was something that happened as well is there wasn't that big of an, you know, an emotion for him. It was just a little bit like, okay, yay. Like that was awkward. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not an announcement. <laughs> we, no. When he said it knew. after the Nuggets won, we came on this podcast and we're like 0% chance. 0%. Zero percent. He's waiting chance. till Bronny plays. He's going to with him and then he's going to leave. He's still making money. Why would he leave? Why would he leave? He's still the face of the NBA. Even though well, he's, he's not also, the best player, he's not the best player in the NBA. Um year in a year out. Five, top ten. Top five. Top five. I, I still put a top five right now, easily. Um mm-hmm. that I mean, he's still the face of the NBA. He has been for what, twenty years now almost? Uh, yeah. Like, well, and then when you were off the pod, I was still saying that he's still averaging 29, 8, and 7. Like, that's going to 
there's not a team in the league that wouldn't want that from any of their players. Like that's a great stat right. line. He can still take games over as we saw a couple times in the playoffs where he drops 40, he drops 50. He can't do it every night like he used to, but still like most superstar players in the NBA, there's the potential for a 50 point game, right? Like, and it's just, right. Uh, but what did you, uh, last thing on this casino, what did you think of his Doc Ock goggles he was wearing? Because I thought, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, then, <laughs> I, I just I just grinned at it, to be honest. <laughs> really? All right, cool. Make, and make I statement. know. It's fine. I know what our podcast, uh, I know what our podcast logo is going to be this week. It's going to be LeBron James goggles. We're going to be, uh, our heads are going to be on the heads of either his children or his wife. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> but uh, now Casino are two, because again, this has just been a fly of the seat podcast. We're having a great time. Uh, let, let's just go up from the next thing, um, the NFL game. And then we'll get to some fun ones after that. So I have three questions to ask to you, Casino. Uh, The first one is, I was just thinking of this because there's so much talk about Chiefs repeating, how bad the NFC is, the AFC teams, you know, reloading and having to go through Kansas City, blah, 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 blah. There's also been drama with the Buffalo Bills, and then there's just a bunch of, you know, stuff, right? So... My question to you, Casino, is all of this going into training camp right before preseason starts, what NFL team have you lost the most faith in since last year? Um, I mean, this is going to sound cliche because of where I put them last year, but honestly, I I think Giant, my reasoning why is Jones gets this massive contract. You know, is he really caring to play as hard as he has been he's finally got paid he knows that his organization isn't amazing i know they were on the doorstep last year but then you have the whole saquon barkley talking about he's not going to play he's going to sit out um, josh jacobs is following in suit with him like i'm gonna do what he's doing um if they don't if they don't get saquon barkley this team is done like done um and and so this is the i i am where my where I lose most faith, um, and this why being my pick, I don't think they can get this contract done. I really don't. And then so after after them though, it's a close second for me for the Arizona Cardinals. Murray is yeah, just but did you have way faith too in them last year. No, so exactly. All right, so there you go. But I didn't have faith in the in the Giants either. But they. From last year to this year, from where they ended, Giants would be my number one, and those are my reasons why. Do you have a different team? Uh, I do. And I think uh, this is also a good time to just touch on the Saquon Barkley news, which is the Giants apparently offered him somewhere in the ballpark of $13 million to play for next year, and he obviously was wanted more. I saw reports that he was asking for around anywhere from like 15 to 19. Apparently there's not a set number, but it's like 
basically the Giants were a couple million away from his asking price. Now, if well, he you know what? Did- he he I do think he's worth it. I think that if that team wants to be relevant, they have to sign him. But yes, man, that's a big risk, and that's breaking the bank for a running back. Well, the thing is, uh, the highest they have went apparently is a $19.5 million contract, which is guaranteed money. So he would get all of that. The issue is if Saquon just waits till the franchise tag, obviously the bad thing of the franchise tag is it's a one-year contract. So if you get hurt or injured, nothing's guaranteed after that. But if he did sign the franchise tag, it would make him $22.2 million this year. So again, I feel like he would take a discount this year if they signed him to a long-term deal, right? I feel like what he wants is stability, which like you said, for a running back in the NFL, uh, I mean, unless you're what, Derrick Henry? Like, it just doesn't happen. Well, it sounds, I mean, to me, this is almost like a Lamar Jackson situation. He wants his cake and to eat it too, you know? It's like, it's it can be tough to get everything you want. And it's either you you decide or you, you know, leave. It's not the NBA. It, remember, we've talked about that where, like, it's, you know, the player ran thing. They have all the power. That's not how it is typically in the NFL. And this is a great example. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, you don't have all the leverage you think you have. Um, what you do have, though, is you are the best running back in the league. Are you there? Yes. Or, yeah. Oh. Okay, you're just sitting still, really still. So, whew, that was cool. Well, your your thing is like freaking out, but we can still hear you. Dude. You're just we just can't see it. Damn, dude, I don't but know. But no, your audio is still good. So keep going. Oh, that's that. <laughs> that's where I was leaving off on. Uh, but no, I agree with you, and I think he is the best running back in the league. Or yeah, I would say there. he's definitely top three. I mean, I don't think there's any question for that. But in terms of what he means to his team, he's right there with Derrick Henry where the offense basically runs through him and they don't have anything else. I mean, what does this Giants team look like next year with no Saquon Barkley, a Daniel Jones who has most of your salary cap, and then no weapons surrounding him to try to you know, we saw the leaps and bounds that Josh Allen made when he got a clear-cut number one wide receiver. I've seen no news or reports of the Giants even being in the ballpark for somebody like uh, DeAndre Hopkins or somebody that can be a number one, you know, wide receiver in this group. So, off the top of your head, name one Giants wide receiver. I got none. I really don't. I, I don't either. I don't know who the fuck they have. Uh, but my team for the original question that I've lost all faith in Casino, that I did have faith going into next season, despite uh, how the season progressed, is I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to be in contention to be as bad as the Arizona Cardinals. I think mm. the I think the Cardinals this year are hands down going to be the worst team tanking or unintentionally take tanking for the number one pick. I think uh, the former 
trash from Philadelphia that is now their head coach is going to be abysmal. I think if the Arizona Cardinals won more than three, four games this year, I would be absolutely fucking shocked. But I didn't think they would be good last year, but I think they're going to be a dumpster, dumpster fire this year. But when it comes to the Rams, there were reports that came out this past week that apparently they were trying to shop Matthew Stafford for uh because his contract's coming up he has injuries he was injured last season he's obviously coming off an injury with age and blah 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 so that to me uh when you look at the the rams they did what most teams were like it's fucking risky but it worked because they got this two super bowls they won one which is they sold all their future stock went all in and said, we're going to get veteran players. We're going to get smart players. We're going to get mildly expensive players, but they're going to be at positions we need, right? They got Jalen Ramsey. They obviously got Matthew Stafford. They had Von Miller for a while, but it fucking worked, right? Where it's like they went to two Super Bowls. They won one. That one against the Patriots, I mean, one or two plays go their way. They Dude, win two. Oh, oh one. 100 and with that being said they would have, it would have been a tough order for the pitchers to come back if um uh jason mccordy didn't make that save in the end zone where uh hill just like hi i'm standing at the back of the end zone <laughs> yeah. um everybody i thought that was as soon as the ball left i was just like oh there, well there's a touchdown and then all of a sudden jason mccordy comes out of nowhere and makes arguably the play of that super bowl um but yeah, no, they were very close to winning, winning both by going all yeah. in. It worked. It worked for them. And uh, they took an approach that a bunch of NFL teams, I bet if you told them you take this approach and you get to two Super Bowls from it, I think most of the teams in the league would sign up, right? So it worked. But now here's the downside, which is a couple of years after that, you have old players were more injury prone super expensive and then it's like you got no wiggle room you got no draft picks nothing to play with but yeah so my pick's going to be the rams i think they're going to be rough next season uh the arizona cardinals are in contention for being the worst and then my team in the afc i really do think where there's smoke there's fire and this offseason there has been a lot of smoke coming from buffalo I think their Super Bowl window is if I think this might be the last year and it oh, might have already we talked closed, about that last but, this is this is the last year. This is their last chance. This is their realistically yeah. last chance. Because if and it doesn't happen I this year, think, everybody's gonna be like, bye. Yeah. I think uh if they go if they underperform again in the regular season or the playoffs, especially, do you think their coach lasts another season? Because I I don't. I think he's going to be the first casualty and kind of be the scapegoat for like, oh, it was because we had a defensive coach, five-year-old offensive like whiz kid and be like, this solves all our problems. But I just think, yeah, with Buffalo, the Stefan Diggs stuff is just fucking weird, especially because it's like, Nobody on the team or reporting on the team can figure out what the fuck the issue is or was, which I think, again, 
leads credence to the smoke there's fire thing there's something weird going on there but then again the bills are also one of those teams where you're like i don't know about the bills and then it's like week two and they're playing the titans and they win 48 to 7 and you're just like oh the bills are fine and then yeah so i don't know those are my two picks casino uh our next question of the day before we get into our final topic was uh one i thought of and i think we've talked about on this show but i'm really curious to see what yours is most devastating sports loss for you personally that wasn't a championship game. So not in the history of sports, just for you personally. And again, can't be a Super Bowl, can't be a, no, I have it. a finals I have it. or Stanley nope. Cup. What is it? I have it. <sighs> it's the game against the Sharks where the Knights got a major penalty. They were up four goals and... Yeah, they uh, scored four four goals in five minutes on the Knights and four shots. Um, that that pretty much ripped my heart out in season two. Um, obviously, they won. We're cool. I'm happy. Season six, but watching that live in four goals and four shots, that one. And then there was a time where Boston lost. Um, it was back in the day when I was um, a teenager, where Boston lost. Uh, they had three goals scored on them in 17 seconds, almost just as bad. Um, yeah, those ripped my hearts out because you're just watching. And you're just like, how, how did that happen? <laughs> so those are, those are the ones for me. Those are the ones for me. Doesn't, and then, and then in, but the Knights was the number one one and the Knights scored with like a second left to push it in three seconds left to push it into overtime. Um, so I was like, Hey, they got their chance back. They're going to, they're going to do it. They're going to fix the wrong that they let happen. And then they lost an OT and, ugh, because it gave me hope. And then I got crushed again. Yeah. Ugh, dude, those are the worst, the worst, uh, you get like minor hope back and you're like, Hey, they can do it. They scored with three seconds to go. It goes to OT. There's no way they're going to lose this now because they've been the better team all game outside of that one penalty. And then, and then they still lose. So remember, uh, obviously uh, both of our teams have just had some devastating, devastating Super Bowl losses, right? When it comes to the Patriots and the Eagles. I mean, my team literally had one this year. (laughs) right so it's like fuck but i made that because those are obvious picks right when your team loses in the championship especially in the fashion our two teams have lost in mine was a holding penalty yours was a fucking helmet catch like those are it doesn't get more devastating than that but my most devastating which i was watching live and i just was like i cannot believe this is happening I talked about how the the this past year's Eagles team was my favorite version of the Eagles team I've watched. My favorite version of the Sixers team was that season in 2019 where Kawhi Leonard it's it's the worst loss I've seen because everybody talks about how great it is and then it gets its own name and you just say the shot and like that's now what the shot is. The most, and I don't want to take away how fucking impressive the shot is, 
But it's also so fucking improbable because, and I just spit all over when I said improbable, but (laughs) for that fucking ball to bounce, to go that high and then to bounce four times on the rim and not bounce off, but instead go in, you could give the best NBA players in the world unlimited money and just like be like Steph Curry, maybe the best pure shooter of the basketball ever. If you gave him money to be like, you get five tries and this ball, you have to arc it up and then make it bounce four times on the rim before going in. I would bet all the money I had in the world that he wouldn't even get fucking close. There's no fucking way this shot should have gone in. And the thing that sucks, it was great defense. It was a shot you want someone to take when the game's on the line. It was game seven in fucking Philly. And it was just the devastation of the first off that series was garbage. This game was garbage. The Sixers were the team where everybody was like, this is the year. This is the emergence of Joel Embiid. They had Jimmy Butler. They had this this team that was so fucking weird, but it weirdly worked. And it was also on paper, like one of those teams where you're like, this team could go to the finals. This team could win. And then to lose in this fashion, I remember watching this game. I was working. I used to work at an all-black nightclub. Uh, not a joke. I was the only white guy in most, uh, I would say I worked there for a year. I would say pretty much every night I worked, I was the only person who was not a black male or female in this club and we would get busy as shit, but we have these giant projector screens and I'm watching it. Everybody in the bar is freaking out. Cause obviously this is game seven. When that shot went in, I literally slammed my uh, hand on the fucking table, screamed, uh, this is fucking bullshit. And then I was just pissed the whole fucking night. And of course the bar's going crazy because it was something fucking crazy happened. But uh, I'll never forget the feeling of that. I have not felt that again since or until the Super Bowl this year where you saw me. I totally get that. Yeah, I was there. I left. I left because I I saw the outcome. For some reason, my I'm angry and sports just broke my heart. My move is to slam down my fist as hard as I can on whatever's near me. So that's just my move. Uh, Yeah, that's why I left early. (laughs) Fuck, that was, oh man, that one's devastating. Uh, Devastating. Uh, So isn't it nice to just feel pain? Next week, we should be most memorable like the pro side of this right most memorable sports moment that wasn't your team winning the championship that's next week but we're gonna end the show casino on what we teased last week uh top five sports movies uh now i do not know your list you do not know mine i will say my list if it was being serious would just be every rocky and creed movie in different orders so I put, I made it my mission where Rocky is its own category. It's my favorite movie franchise, sports or otherwise, ever. So I have no Rocky movies on my list. Go ahead, Casino. What's your number five? Well, I mean, going into this, this was such a difficult thing. Uh, I have 
a funny category, like a, a serious and a funny top five. And then I have a bench of five and five. <laughs> I have the DJ and I was like, you know, you typically don't. And then I try to. Um, so let's go with the serious ones. These are the ones that are my t- starting five for casinos movie list. Uh, no particular order. I just was writing them down. Field of Dreams. I love that. Uh, Raging Bull. Told you there's one, one boxing movie that was going to make my top five. Uh, Slapshot, the 1977 uh, Charlestown hockey movie, which I just love. Uh, the Wrestler. That has to be in there. Um, and then for me, didn't I was we a see runner, the wrestler uh, together? You saw, you didn't see it with me. No, I think you saw it with Hawk. Um, but and then number five for me is because I was a runner and I love this movie is Prefontaine. You've probably never is heard what? of it. Yeah, you've never heard of it. It's it's about Steve Prefontaine. Uh, he was a distance runner, um, arguably the, one of the greatest distance runners of all time. But uh, yeah, Ugh. that's for Jared hey, Leto. Yeah, no, Ugh. you know I hate I can't stand him. He was fantastic in that movie because I don't think he was crazy yet. <laughs> um, but then and then rolling into my honor, honorable mentions uh we got remember the titans that movie just does it for me i think it was the age when just the right age when it came out that it just hit uh, miracle fantastic varsity blues million dollar baby rocky tin cup that's a good list uh so yeah. i'm gonna go tin cup tin cup tin cup would have been in the top five but i i like prefontaine that movie just a little bit more speak so to me. out of all those movies what would be what is your number one? Oh man um out of that top i would probably have to go with field of dreams i just i can't get enough of watching that movie i think it's i think it's it's phenomenal and then always at the end when um he plays catch with his dad. I was just like, it like rips, yeah. it like rips through me. And I'm like the whole movie built to just a father son catch. And I'm just like, that's the movie. I'm like, Oh, that's, Dude, especially, that's good. That's good. That movie hits different when you're a father too. Cause you're like, Oh yeah. And, and, and we're about to, our, our son in October and, uh, and we have our daughter. She's great. But like, yeah, dude, Ooh, that movie hit me before. Um, and I have a great relationship with my dad, uh, but that that movie just hit. That was that was good. But yeah, yeah, it has to be Field I, of Dreams for me for my my all time favorite. Um, um, do you want me to do my funny list first or wait? Yes, yes, I want to hear your okay. Funny my list. funny go in no particular order as well. These are my top fives. Uh, League of Their Own, fantastic. I love Caddyshack, Major League, Goon. And Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin's good. I like. Yeah, I really Kingpin's like Kingpin. good. And then, um, and then my honorable mentions right in the bench would be Sandlot, Stick It, Dodgeball, Leatherheads, and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I had. I think. Uh, Have you ever seen the st- movie Stick It? No, what's Stick It? It's a gymnastics movie, dude, and it is just silly and great, and I love it every time <laughs> I watch it. But, uh, you know what? I will also say it's been a while since I've seen it, but the first Bring It On, I remember being funny. That movie oh, yeah. was funny. That movie. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so yeah, Kingpin is is phenomenal. 
obviously there's some hockey ones on there that you don't know. You're sure you've never seen the movie Goon with Sean William Scott. No, I have. That used to it's, be dude, like that's the such only good, new that's, movie that, that Netflix had. That's such Remember a good movie. Yeah, I, I've I've seen that just because that was like the only new movie Netflix had for fucking years. They made a second one, and it's just as good. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I'll check out that one. Uh, so I'm gonna actually start with my honorable mentions first. Uh, a movie you did not mention, which is on my uh, honorable mentions, is Have you ever seen Eddie the Eagle? <coughs> I love that movie with uh, Taron Egerton. He's yeah, phenomenal, and, and Hugh Jackman. That Hugh movie's... Jackman with that horrible CGI with Hugh Jackman coming <laughs> yeah. off smoking the cigar <laughs> yeah. at night, like that. That was horrible. But no, Taron Egerton's one of honestly one of my favorite actors right now. I agree. And yeah, what he did, uh, yeah, he is absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, Rocket Man was great. Um, I really like all of the, um, uh, oh my gosh, Kingsman movies. Uh, but yeah, the very very underrated you're that's eddie a good that's eagle, a good pick eddie, eddie the eagle he he almost made that role almost made my number five on the list so that's why i wanted to mention it first uh the hustler the pool movie with paul newman and jackie gleason or whatever yeah I that's a mark, that mark martin scorsese movie right no no that's like this is like 1960 you're thinking no, of the one it. you're thinking of uh the one with paul newman and and uh tom cruise what fucking movie is that? No, the I'm not saying that. Of... I'm, I'm talking about the black and white one where where he's got his own pool cue and he goes around. I thought that was Scorsese as well. No. Uh, uh, but, but I have, I, I have seen that. I have seen that movie. I know which one you're talking about. That's a good one. Uh, two also ones I can't believe weren't on your list. I had, well, I had Dodgeball. I had The Wrestler. I had I put Longest this list Yard. Together in 30, I put this movie in, together in 30 minutes, okay? <laughs> uh. The Longest Yard is really funny, uh, but the two movies that I love that almost made my top uh, five are Cinderella Man and Warrior. Warrior is really Warrior. fucking Warrior is good. Warrior's good. Uh, do you like so you liked Warrior better than The Fighter? So Tom Hardy fucking, versus Marky Mark. Uh, I didn't like The Fighter. I didn't like okay. The Fighter at all. It's not. I've my seen top. Warrior once. I'll I'll have to go back and watch it, but. I do remember liking um, Tom Hardy's um, Tom Hardy's role. I thought he did really well. From, yeah, I'm again, I, I only watched it one time. I'll have, too, to, I'll have to rewatch that too. I remember. Really um, so, that so were you mixing like your your serious and your funny, or no? No, my funny was literally just going to be. Uh, I was going to come on here, and then I was just going to say my number five, and then it was just going to be uh, a different Rocky movie every time. But then I was just gonna act like it was my actual list and make no reference to all of them being Rocky. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> uh, but my Rocky rankings, Casino. If you do care, which I know you do, uh, my number one best Rocky movie is Creed. I think it's the perfect boxing movie. That movie made me cry like a, a the most I've ever cried. The first in a Creed movie, movie, yes. The first Creed is so fucking good. And Ryan Coogler, who like co-wrote and directed that movie, is such a fucking genius just in general. But for making the Rocky montage be Creed uh, training for his fight, intercut with Rocky doing his fight where he's like doing chemotherapy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, 
I'm gonna I'm getting teared up just thinking about it. That's and then when Creed is in when Creed is in the final fight and it starts playing the Rocky music and he like pops up in the ring or whatever. Best use of Rocky music in the entire fucking franchise. He just Kugler just like holds and holds the whole movie. And at the beginning, you're kind of like, where the fuck is the Rocky theme? And then he holds it till that end. Oh, it's fucking perfect. And Creed 2 is just as fucking good and emotional at the end. But Creed 1 would be my number one. Rocky 2 is my number two. Rocky's my number three. Creed 2 is my number four. And then my number five would be uh, Rocky Balboa. So that's my, that would be my funny list, but my real list casino, my number five Ford versus Ferrari. Did you ever see that movie? With uh, Matt Damon Uh, and um, Christian Bale, dude, people try to shit on this movie by being like, it's the ultimate dad movie. Like, yeah. You want to know why it's the ultimate dad movie? Because it's fucking awesome. Like, it's really fucking good. Matt Damon and especially Christian Bale are fucking great in it. And then it's directed by, uh, 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 I can't remember his first name, but it's Mangold, James Mangold, who just does great movies, uh, Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny withstanding. But every other movie he's done has been fucking great. Uh, My number four a movie I either didn't hear on your list or I misheard it being on your list. Uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Oh, I said that was that. that that's my that's um, honorable mention for sure. Yeah, I remember that I said movie, that 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 hit that hit me at the right time growing up. Well, also when we were growing up, I mean, we both went to the same high school. Was there a movie we watched more when we would watch a movie in school than Remember the Titans? That's all like, we watched. We, I mean, in school, we saw this movie. I, I would dare say, in school alone, I've seen this movie twenty five times. Like, I mean, I mean, it's a great movie. It holds up. I'd rather watch this than some educational bullshit. But that's my yeah. number four. I need, number I need three, to watch. Or no, that was my. I need to watch four. the Hustler again. I need I, now. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it was Robert Rosen. I need to. I need to watch it again because. Um, Jackie Gleason as Min- uh, Jackie Gleason as Minnesota Flats was just <gasps> phenomenal. I love this movie. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, really good movie. Uh, it's a black and white movie, three. everybody, but it is it is top tier. And it's about pool too, but like pool in the '60s when it was like kind of dirty and like grungy, and yeah, it's good. Uh, my number four is uh, The Natural. Have you ever seen The Natural? with Robert Redford where he's just like this baseball player who just has this innate Mm -hmm. ability to like hit the ball. Oh, that fucking final shot of that movie with that, just like banana banana. And it's like the, the lights are, he, the lights are popping and he's just running. And then the movie just ends perfect fucking ending to a sports movie. Just fucking great. Robert Redford in that movie so fucking good. Another honorable mention that I did not mention is Bull Durham. The baseball is maybe my least favorite sport to watch. Hands down, oh, he's got great movies. the best movies. 
The best move, sports movies are baseball and boxing movies, hands down. There's no fucking competition. Uh, number two on my list is Moneyball. Have you ever seen Moneyball? Oh, of course I've seen Moneyball. I love that movie. You know who is a very underrated actor is uh, Jonah Hill. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's, he's, yeah. he's great in that. He's great in that movie. Dude, he's great in that movie. He's great in um, Wolf of Wall Street is his best, in my opinion. Well, in. yes, Wolf of Wall Street. He's great. I also think he's really funny in uh, This Is the End. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's one of the movies we have seen at the drive ins. You and me together when we used to bring a couch. No, no. You have seen this. I've with never me. did. I, I no, I've never done that with you. I've never been invited to a movie a drive-in on a couch with you never maybe this was just my dreams is that is that possible possibly was the couch wet i don't know (laughs) i mean it was after Uh, (laughs) and on that note my number one but uh moneyball brad pitt it's great only thing i fucking hate about that movie is the oakland a's using the moneyball method never did anything They just kind of won more games than they normally would, but it didn't lead to any like playoff success or world series wins or, and now they're the worst team in the uh, MLB, maybe in sports, they're in contention for one of the worst run teams just ever. So glad Vegas is getting them, but it's also one of those things where that Billy Bean. So, so Billy Bean should have taken that Red Sox contract. Yeah. Because as much as I love Moneyball, the ending does annoy me where it's just like, and the A's were good. And then it's just like, yeah, but they were never more than good. They never got to great. And then they just slowly slid back to being shit. So it's kind of like anticlimactic that way. But that movie. It was a realistic story. Yeah. I mean, but again, as a movie, they should have just been like, and the A's won 10 World Series okay, well, because speaking of, of it. Speaking of baseball movies, before we get to your number one, did you ever watch um, um, Trouble with the Curve? Trouble with the Curve. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, uh, Justin Timberlake. It's, um, uh, why am I blanking? Oh my gosh. Uh, the old geezer that's still alive that does like a billion things. Why am I blanking on his name? <laughs> I can't oh my wait gosh. to find out he's, who he, that is. He, he, he's an American icon. Uh, is he an American icon or Clint Eastwood? Old Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot Clint Eastwood's name. But yeah, no, Clint Eastwood, Amy Adams, Justin Timberlake. If you have not seen that movie, check it out. It's it's really good. I do. I've never seen that movie. Oh, I, so I cannot like back up Casino and say that it's very good. I cannot back him up. Well, uh, I have a couch. I have a truck. Bring it on over. <laughs> Bring it on over. Do you have a monitor? Do you have a projector and a sheet, a, a, a clean sheet? Yes, that'll be dirty okay. by the end of the movie. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Um, my number one on the list, Casino, was a movie that was also on your list. My number one is Raging Bull. I think Phenomenal. in terms, it's, it's so good. It's so Robert good. Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. I mean, come on, man. You, it's 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 really good. It's also one of those boxing movies, and there's a couple of that Rocky one is movies. Martin Scorsese, by the way. 
yes it is there is a couple fights in the rocky movies where it's just like you're like oh man like it's like hurting me to see him get punched like this with the sound effects in raging bull it is like you feel like you're just getting the shit beat out of you like some of those punches and the sound effects they use and the camera work you're like I feel like I just fucking went 12 rounds. It's just for me, it's, for, so visceral. You, you hit the nail on the head. For me, the camera work of how realistic those matches are looking is just outrageous. Ugh. I mean, it's The like wrestler the wasn't on yours? I thought you really loved smoky. the wrestler. Uh, yeah, but I kind of don't. Ironically, I don't view that movie as a sports movie. Like, I'm, a, I'm as big a wrestling fan as anybody, and I think it's sports, but that movie to me doesn't... It's not really a sports movie. It's kind of just a drama surrounding like this retired guy. I don't know. I've never viewed that movie as a sports movie, but that's fair. Uh, I've, which is ironic because I view wrestlers as athletes and I think they're disrespected as mm-hmm. athletes. So, but yeah, that movie to me, just not sports movie, right. but uh, most, before we get out of here, ah. before we get out of here, casino, what's your most hated sports movie? Oh, don't I don't know, man. You can't set me up like that. I don't know. That's a thinker. Uh, maybe we should flip it. So next week, it'll be most memorable sports moments involving your team and top five most hated sports movies. I, but I don't think I can okay. come up with five. We'll think about it. We'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. But uh, there won't this be any honorable been... mentions. <laughs> yeah. This has been a hodgepodge uh middle of summer, no fucking sports on. It's We're trying to just throw it's a hundred and fifteen <laughs> out. Yeah. You can't fucking watch a baseball game to save your fucking life on television. So what the fuck else are we gonna talk about? Because I'll tell you what, I watched professional kickball and I was embarrassed for everyone involved. Everyone playing me for watching it i watched cornhole the other day on espn there's dude it's like espn is literally unironically turning into the ocho where it's like they have hot dog eating contests followed by a knife throwing competition followed by slippery the slippery stairs slippery stairs would be great i don't know no it's it's actually a thing i i mean i watch it there's nothing fucking else to watch on. Have you ever seen uh, that? I don't know. It's literally like a foam staircase that they have like lubed up and they have people trying to climb up a staircase. <laughs> I'll send I'm it sold. to you. Yeah. Uh, they had, I don't know what the fuck it was, but after the kickball thing, they had this thing where it's like two cars on this little wooden thing. And then it goes and has to stop at a certain point. I don't know what the fuck it was. It wasn't like people in cars. It was like it was cars on a little track. It was the Ocho. It, it was. It, this was on ESPN at like 6 p.m. Again. Dude, there's, there's a lot the of crazy, crazy sports out there, man. Ugh. Uh, all right. This has been uh, the Bye. Sports Podcast. That's it. <laughs> this Bye. Is, I'm Will. <laughs> That's the <casino>. scene. <laughs> Adios. Adios.